Hello and welcome to another episode of Secrets of a Virtual Boss. I'm your host, Michael Brody, the founder and CEO of virtualstaff.ph, the Philippines outsourcing marketplace. If you've not already, remember, like, follow, subscribe to the podcast. That way I can I can make sure that you get the latest updates and all the new episodes delivered straight to you. Today's show is about the trends of outsourcing and what to expect in the coming years. I'm going to be giving my opinion based on my expertise of outsourcing, and I'm also going to be answering some questions that, that got submitted to my team by some of our followers and fans. So it's going to be pretty cool answering those questions for, for the people that asked them and everybody else for that matter. There's some pretty interesting questions in there. Okay, so let's start. I'm going to give my overview of the current state of the outsourcing industry, the trends that are shaping it. Since COVID, since, well, should I say since governments around the world decided to impose restrictions as a result of the policies towards COVID-19, regardless of our opinion on that, everybody, you know, entitled their own opinion, businesses were forced to have their employees work from home. We all know that we lived through the reality. This proved an opportunity for a lot of people because for the first time, those that had cold feet to whether, you know, hiring people to work where you can't physically see them, they were forced to do it. They didn't have a choice. The flip side of this, and this is the part that the politicians really missed, is this. If you're hiring people to work remotely, okay, why would you pay 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, $100,000 a year per person when you can hire somebody equally skilled with the same talent, the same skill in the Philippines for between 6000 and 18000 a year? And the reason I give a range there is because you can, for when you're starting to look at the eighteen to twenty thousand dollars a year range, you you can hire a CFO, somebody highly skilled. This isn't just reserved to hiring customer support reps or virtual assistants. I've um, some of my core management team. My CFO, for example, is is Filipino. You know, <laughs> it's, it's incredible what you can get, and some really talented people. So this opened the eyes for a lot of businesses, especially when in places like the UK, things like corporation tax have been going up as well. The government there put it up. Um, I think in other countries as well, there's, there's been tax rises and, and minimum wages going up and things like that. So I, I don't want to get too political here, but the fact is they're all actions that take more money away from the business owner or the entrepreneur. Business is about providing a great product and service. I've said this so many times if you watch my videos and that. Business, is for me, is about providing a great product or service while at the same time, and this is the part that doesn't seem to be trendy these days, but I think it is, the same time, it's about making as much money as you legally can. It's why we take the big risks in the first place. It's your right as a business, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, to maximize your profit. It's the name of the game, as long as you're providing something good to your customers. The big companies be doing it. Yes, it's it's time now where the, the you know everybody, you get the, the level playing field. If you want to have the level playing field, you can do what they've been doing for 20, 30 years some of the biggest companies in the world, and you can outsource. I see the outsourcing industry growing. I think it's a no-brain. I think anybody who is looking at the way the world is can, can see exactly where this industry is going. For example, on virtualstuff.ph, where the Philippines outsourcing marketplace. We've got over a million people signed up over the last five years. Hundreds of thousands have signed up since COVID-19 hit. We've, we've, we've got literally um, the amount of businesses around the world that are outsourcing right now, and they've seen the benefit of it, is astounding because their eyes were not just open, they were forced open, and now they've seen the opportunity. They, don't, they wanna, don't want to go back to the old way. Even big businesses, for example, like Virgin, uh, have called us. They've spoken to us about using virtual staff or enterprise solution. 
I mean, big businesses have been doing this for years. But now, thousands of smaller, fast-growing, nimble businesses, they're able to utilize that same advantage. I think that that's where the industry's going. It's the smaller players, the, the private-owned businesses that are now getting in on it and being able to level the playing field with what the big boys have been doing for years. Okay, so next up, what I'm going to do, I'm going to answer the questions that the audience, fans, followers submitted to my team. They asked me to answer them, so I'm going to do it. I have just five questions here. Okay, so question one, Michael, how does technology automation and remote work and all impact the future? Hey, that's a pretty good question, actually. Um, the, the, the smartest thing to do is to incorporate all the things you can or all the things that you have at your disposal. Here's what I would do. Or here's what I do, for example. Okay, if you're a business, if I was a business owner in the West, this is exactly what I would be doing right now. Let's say you're a company that is, I don't know, let's say 10 or 25 people in size. Don't ask me why I'm picking that number, but I'm just picking it for simplicity so we have something to play with. Okay, so you have five to 10 key employees in your home country, including directors and owners. Okay, you have 10 or 15 staff outsourced to the Philippines and boom, You've just saved perhaps $400,000 to $600,000 per year in employee costs. And that's just from like 10 or 15 people. In five years, you've possi you possibly now have another $3 million in your bank account. I mean, that's a lot of money, okay? What else would I do? Use automation and technology. For example, tools that you can help, do th that can help you do things um, quicker, require less human effort. For example, schedulers for social media, things like that are a no-brainer. They're really important. They get you more traction. They get you more, you know, more stuff put out there with less time, less product, less commitment needed. Um, so you could maybe have one social media person handling five channels. That's that's the beauty of this. So I would say incorporation of technology, outsourcing, plus your local key management team. That is what really makes the success. That's what I think are the big opportunities right now. And by the way, if you want my team to help you do all this, to help you build a team in the Philippines, check in this, the description. I put a link to our done-for-you enterprise solution. Uh, it, it, it's something that I think a lot of you listening to this could benefit from. Next question. How the rise of remote work is affecting outsourcing and the future of work? Well, I, uh, I always say the governments were like the turkeys that voted for Christmas. I mean... Who is going to hire positions like customer support in the USA for thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year when you're factoring in all the costs, like you know, state costs, the federal costs, benefits, and everything else? It easily runs up to fifty odd grand now. Why would you do it when you can hire somebody equally skilled, talented in the Philippines for seventy or eighty percent less? Combine this with a constant pressure to increase business taxes, more employee regulations, and I see the future of work being more and more about outsourcing and, and, and working with remote people. It, if it makes financial sense and you're getting the same quality, I mean, it's why Apple and all these big companies, they've outsourced the offshore production of, physical, of the physical products for decades. Now it's the revolution of this human resources, human capital outsourcing. Next question is how businesses should adapt to changes in the outsourcing industry to stay competitive. Okay, so I say this a lot. Hybrid outsourcing is the key. Combining keeping talent in your home country with skilled staff in the Philippines, that's the future of where things are going. It's what probably works best for a lot of businesses. However, for some businesses, you can go all in. You can have an entire team based in the Philippines. It really depends on your situation. 
if we're talking one-to-one, I, 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 w- I would advise you on what's best. But for many, this, this hybrid approach, it works really well. In fact, it's, it's where things are at right now. A lot of businesses are making a lot of extra money by doing this simple hybrid outsourcing thing that I talked about. Um, I'll not get into it again because I already have mentioned it just before. But it, it's really, it's a game changer. The next question is, Michael, how would you evaluate the change in trends and make decisions to take advantage of new opportunities in the world right now? Okay, so two things that I would suggest most businesses do right now, okay? Number one, outsource, build a team in the Philippines. Not just your customer support, not just a virtual assistant, but take a serious look at bookkeepers, graphic designers, video editors, social media people. There, you know, it's it's unbelievable. There's so much talent at affordable affordable rates to choose from. Number two, use market and automation as much as possible. Streamline the team. Combine it with outsourcing, and your market and dollar can go. It's like putting your market and dollar on steroids. Number three, take advantage of hiring people remotely. This touches on outsourcing again. The technology is there. You can use tools like virtualstaff.ph, Zoom, Slack, Google Meets. Combine it all, and it works wonders. Use it. I know it works. I have 100 plus employees all working remotely for me. I have a couple of offices in the Philippines for compliance and stuff like that, but 90% of our team, if not more, works remotely. Governments forced you to have people work remote during COVID. Now they want to increase taxes. They want living wages. They want everything else to go up. I think a lot of business owners are simply saying, no, our eyes are opened. We're keeping them open. For me, in my industry, COVID-19 policies provided some really big opportunities. It also provided opportunities for businesses who just said, screw it. If my team is working remote, then I'm going to hire somebody really good quality, skilled in the Philippines at a fraction of the cost. I think those three things are the trends right now, okay? I think that's where it's at. As always, I hope today's show has been informative. Informative. I've been able to give you some valuable information based on my expertise and my in-the-trenches experience. Remember, I live and breathe this every day I have for years. Um, Thanks for listening. Remember to like and subscribe to the channel. It helps us a lot. And it also means you're going to get the latest episodes when they get released. Talk soon, and I'll see you on the next episode.